Hey everyone, and welcome to Authentically Aligned with my coach Lacey. My name is Lacey Shahili, and if you hear a motorcycle in the background, that is because I am walking. This is take two. I cut off at the 30 second mark before take one, take one because of said motorcycle, but we're going to keep going with it. So I am doing a walk, and I want to talk to you guys about something on the application side of our jobs. I know my last several podcasts have been about the business side, mentorship, hiring, those kinds of things. I want to talk today about working with your clients. I want to talk about what to do if you have a client come over that's worked with another coach. This is something that I am seeing more and more frequent. Why? Because as online coaching as we know it has been around for a little while, we're going to run into those instances more frequently where people have worked with someone, maybe for a little while, maybe for a longer period of time, they've taken a break or moved in a different direction, and they're looking to hire a coach again. And what you should look out for, what you should do, what I do, um, because in the past, I have kind of made the mistake of assuming that if somebody is coming from me, coming to me from another coach, that they're coming to me because they had a bad experience or because the first coach didn't do their job. I think three years ago, Lacey was probably still pretty insecure and would pounce on something like, well, of course she's coming over here because so-and-so didn't do their job. And there would be kind of this like ego boost of like, oh, like they, and ow, I'm going to swoop in and I'm going to help them. And this is going to be amazing and everything. Um, and now I kind of look at it differently, if you will. So I just wanted to chat about it because we've had this happen a few times in recent weeks. If a client applies with you and on our application, it actually asks, have you worked with a coach before? Um, If they say yes and they give a name, if it's a coach that I know, I'm going to be really honest and let you know that I have a conversation with that coach a lot of the times. Why? Because we know that there's always two sides to every story. So let's say I hop, I'm about to hop on the phone with this client or prospective client, and they used to work with a coach that I'm familiar with, and they're a client that maybe wasn't that great. Yikes. Maybe they had some issues. Maybe there was something going on. Maybe there was a pattern. I kind of want to know that going into the call. Not because I won't work with them, but because I want to go in with some information. Like what, Lacey? Like what information? So let's say a client worked with another coach and they went through a reverse diet and they're coming to you to go into a fat loss phase. I want to hear from that other coach. Did they adhere to the reverse diet? Did they follow through? Were they constantly fighting 
with that coach about going into a cut. We know we've all been there where somebody is bound and determined to cut and we're like, nope, you need to eat at maintenance. You need to reverse diet. And they're like not listening. I want to know that because that's going to matter for the expectation that I set. Two, what kind of client were they? Did they struggle to check in? Did they follow through? Did they follow protocol? Did they hit their macros? Did they do the things you asked them to do? If somebody applies with me and they've worked with a coach that I am friendly with, and I know a lot of coaches, so maybe this is different, I'm just going to ask. I would rather know than not know. And also, I have been on enrollment calls several times with clients that are coming to me from other coaches and the feedback they give me and the story I hear from the coach is completely different. I think three years ago, Lacey would be very quick to judge and go, well, the coach must not have done a good job. Because again, that's ego. I was still pretty insecure. I will own that. Now I want to know, well, what did the client do? I definitely think there are poor coaching experiences out there. I've seen them. I've seen some pretty gnarly things come through. But I'm going to let you know, if I have a client come over from a coach that I'm familiar with, I'm going to give the coach the benefit of the doubt. I've worked with lifestyle clients for a long time. And I know, I know how perception and reality can differ. I know it. I know. We can have clients that we try to get them to hit their macros. We try to get them to do their steps. We try to get them to drink five sips of damn water. And they won't. And those same clients will go to the next coach and say... Well, I worked with so-and-so and I didn't really see any results. I don't like to have that. I want to have the information. So if this is starting to happen to you, I think the best thing to do on your end, and honestly for the client, is to ask the other coach. Because let's say this client wasn't adherent with that other coach. I have let other coaches know that have gotten my former clients, like, hey, I'm gonna let you know, I kind of dropped the ball with this client. I could have pushed her a little bit harder. I let her off the hook too often. I think we can all agree that there's been instances where we've like coached clients, we've maybe let them off the hook a little too easy. I've done that. I've had clients go to other coaches say like, I really liked working with Lacey, but I needed to be pushed a little bit more. I will own that. If somebody asks me, I will own that. I would rather have the open dialogue. Because at the end of the day, if a client did not see success with another coach, if you ask that other coach what they worked on, what they went over, how their adherence was, If you take them on as a client, you have a whole host of more information that can help you help that client better. 
because I'm going to go back to the example. If you've got a client that's coming to you that's like, well, I worked with so-and-so last year to do a reverse diet and I really want to go into a cut. And you talk to the coach that they worked with before and they tell you they never really adhered to the reverse diet. They always wanted to go into a cut. That means that you can set the expectation with that client and go, you know what? I really think we need to spend some more time building up metabolic capacity before we do another cut. And at that point, that client has a decision. They can listen and do what's best for their health, or they can continue to drag their metabolism through the mud. And we all know the way that ends there. So you can do so much better for the client when you have the balls to if you've got a client coming over to you from someone else to keep the line of communication open. It does happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to give you a prime example of how this can be a good thing. I had a client that worked with me in 2019 for about nine months. She did amazing. Amazing with me. We had an epic transformation. She learned a lot. She took a break. We had gotten to a good point where she was maintaining. And then a little while later, she let me know, the client let me know that she was going to work with another coach to kind of get a different, like, experience, if you will. I let that other coach know. I said, look, this is what we did together. This is where she succeeded. I think that she responded really well when we did this. And so I gave that new coach information that was pertinent to that client getting a good experience with that other coach. Zero ego. Just wanting what was best for the client. She went and she worked with that team, had a good experience, continued to do things on her own, and now she's an assistant coach herself. You guys, that's a win. That is a win. Coaches should be able to work together. I'm going to tell you another place where this is really, really important. And it's to have relationships with other coaches to refer. In the last three weeks, I have referred out two of my clients. Now, I do not coach very many clients anymore. I now have seven clients down from 12 last month. Three graduated and two I actually referred out to different places. Now, why would I refer a client out? They needed something that was out of my scope or I felt like they needed a fresh perspective. Sometimes, guys, you get to a point where your clients do need a fresh perspective. And doing what's best for the client and letting them know, hey, I would like to introduce you to this person. If you have a team, this can mean moving them to one of your assistant coaches. I have moved my clients to one of my assistant coaches if I felt it was important. We've had assistant coaches move clients to other assistant coaches. Sometimes clients need a fresh perspective. Sometimes clients have issues that are out of your scope. If you have a healthy referral network where you can always do what's best for the client, that's good energy. That's good vibes. You guys, at the end of the day, 
if our goal is to truly serve people, we need to freaking serve people. And sometimes that means referring them to the right coach that can help them, not hanging on to them for dear life because they pay you a sum of money every single month. Amen. When you do what's right for the client, I truly believe that comes back to you. If you don't do what's right for the client, I truly believe you will reap what you sow. If you can't help a client and you're not willing to get the education to help that client, you should have a healthy referral network so that you can get that client what they need. There should be no ego when it comes to those things. That is being a great coach. You are not always going to know everything. You are not always going to be the right fit. Understanding that, trusting that, and doing the right thing by that is so, so important. This is about people's health. If you know that there's a client that you have that needs a fresh perspective, that needs an eye for something, that you, for a skill you don't have, you should refer. That doesn't mean that the next, you can't go and acquire that skill. That doesn't mean that you can't get better for next time. It just means that you do what's right for the client. At the end of the day, it is about them. It is not always about you. So I thought I'd offer those two different perspectives. Again, this is very much on the application side. We work with clients. Yes, we all have businesses, but we work with clients and doing what's best for each client is the point. It is the point. So I hope you guys found this valuable. I'm gonna tell you, you heard it here first. (laughs) Intimate Coach Collaborative 3.0 will be starting in October. I already have people enrolled. I already have calls set up. I only take 12 ladies for this small group, intimate mini mastermind. I only take 12 people because that is the amount of people that I can serve to my fullest ability. I do not do this to serve more people than I, to choose more people than I can serve to the best of my ability. That would be against and out of alignment for me. So you guys, that is open now. 2.0 is in week five and doing amazing. I love these women so much. And um, yeah, if you are interested, go ahead and shoot me a DM at mycoachlacy, M-Y-C-O-A-C-H-L-A-C-Y, or you can email me, lacy at mycoachlacy.com. Have a great day.